I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Monday, August 29th. Today is the last day to request a mail-in ballot for the September 6th state primary. Mail-in ballots can be requested from the city clerk's office in Quincy or from the secretary of state's office. Mail-in ballots must be received at the city clerk's office by 8 p.m. on September 6th. Mail-in ballots may be dropped off in the elections box right outside Quincy City Hall. Also, early voting continues this week at Quincy City Hall. Early voting will take place in the Great Hall at Quincy City Hall from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. today through Friday. Early voting also took place this past weekend at North Quincy High School. This coming Friday is the last day to cast an absentee ballot at Quincy City Hall. And in-person voting will take place on Tuesday, September 6th from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. About 12,000 Quincy voters have been assigned new wards and precincts due to changes in the 2020 federal census. All of those voters have been notified by mail about the changes. An SUV slammed through the front door of a post office in Norwell on Friday afternoon. Police arrived on scene at Dover Street to find the driver of the vehicle was okay after freeing herself from the wreckage. No customers or employees were harmed either. The post office ended up having to close for the rest of the day as structural engineers assessed the soundness of the building and damage left by the crash. Police are still investigating the incident but said that it appeared to be an accident. With the start of school just days away, Weymouth is putting the finishing touches on its brand new $163 million Chapman Middle School. The 252,000-square-foot state-of-the-art facility now combines both middle schools and has all the amenities a student could imagine and more, including robotics and broadcast labs, a full-scale culinary center, and theater art space. Principal Matt Meehan says his top priority is security measures to make sure his students are learning in the safest possible environment. The school is equipped with a new mass notification system. With the swipe of a card, school officials can lock down certain sections of the building. A lot of the high-tech security measures that are now in place could not be shown on camera or discussed for security reasons, but in addition to the upgrades in security, school is also placing a heavy emphasis on staffing to help meet the social and emotional needs of the students. Governor Baker expressing confidence the Orange Line will reopen on time during a visit to an MBA, MBTA stop. Governor got a look at some of the 900 feet of new track installed at the State Street Station yesterday afternoon. Baker asked questions of project managers and heard updates from the T regarding progress and timeline. As it stands, the Orange Line is set to reopen September 19th. The T said they've completed 37% of the entire project so far, roughly a quarter of the way into the projected month-long shutdown. MBTA General Manager Steve Poftak is not going as far as to say they are ahead of schedule. The governor continued to point out the benefit of a full shutdown when it comes to construction workflow. Now, diesel and heating oil supplies in the Northeast 
are more than 50% below the recent average, raising concerns that an extreme weather event could cause supply disruptions. Fuel supplies are lower than normal across the country for a variety of reasons, including the war in Ukraine, but it is the worst in the Northeast. Diesel fuel and heating oil are 63% below the five-year average in New England and 58% below the same average from Maryland to New York. According to a survey by the Department of Energy, gasoline inventories are not as bad, but are still at their lowest levels in nearly a decade along the entire East Coast. The Northeast is heavily dependent on heating oil to keep homes warm in the winter, while other regions rely more on natural gas and electricity. Also, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has projected an active hurricane season and a powerful weather event could cause disruptions since most fuel consumed from the Middle Atlantic states to Maine comes from the Gulf Coast refineries. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm is convening a meeting of New England governors and their energy directors after Labor Day to discuss the situation. In the meantime, she has urged governors in a letter to take whatever steps they can to shore up fuel supplies in coming weeks to prevent any problems. The Energy Department also sent letters to seven major oil companies asking them to hold on to their stocks to help offset lower supplies. The federal agency has been monitoring the problem and is attempting to be proactive with outreach, but there is little incentive for buyers to stock up on high-priced fuel for storage because it's anticipated that prices will drop, according to the Massachusetts Energy Marketers Association. A check of business news this morning, and stock market took a dive on Friday. The Dow was down 1,008 points. The Nasdaq dropped 497, and the S&P fell 141. Asian stocks declined today after the head of the U.S. Federal Reserve indicated high interest rates will continue for some time to curb inflation. Dollar rose. The euro was flat oil approaching $94 a barrel. Sports, Tampa Bay blew out the Red Sox 12-4. Boston heads to Minnesota tonight at 7.40. The National Weather Service forecast. For today, mostly sunny, hot, and humid, a high 90 degrees. Sticky tonight, low of 62. Tomorrow, hazy, hot, and humid, high of 90 degrees. Wednesday, Hazy, hot, and humid with afternoon thunderstorms at a high of 87, and then partly sunny 83 on Thursday. With a boater, waves about a foot, light wind out of the south, high tide right after 1.30 this afternoon. Sunrise at 6.06, set at 7.22. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, August 29th.